0: Welcome to Victory Fellowship's online podcast library. We hope that you enjoy this message today. That message has stayed with me all these, all these years. It's been almost 40, 40 years ago, and it, was, it stayed with me to this day, this planted in God. And I want to share with you several scriptures this morning about that. First one is found in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse seven and eight. Word from the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet he says, "Blessed is the man. I want to be that man. How about you? Yeah. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord's. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its root by the river and will not fear when heat comes." So he's, he's describing a man that's, 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 that's like a tree planted by the river and the, the, you know, when, when drought comes, everything dies except for the trees and the plants that are along the riverbank because their roots are able to be nourished by the water that's in the river. Everything else can be dead, but near the river, you're still going to have life. You listening to me out there? So he says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord's who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river. I want that to be me. I want my life planted by the river. I want there to be, I want there to be greenness in my life and, and the flow of God in my life in the good times and in the bad times. When everyone else is dried up, still drinking and being satisfied with God. Where does it, Jeremiah, the word of the Lord from Jeremiah says that it comes from trusting in the Lord. For so I am planted, I am planted, I am planted in God himself. That's where I'm planted. He is that river. And my, my life is a tree of righteousness, comes from my, my intimate relationship with God, planted in God I've got a, a little quote here from Zodiac's word book on this word trusts. So check this out. It means to attach oneself, to attach oneself to the Lord. So I want to be attached to the Lord. Blessed is the man who's attached to the Lord. I want to be connected to him. Attached to the Lord. He says to trust in the Lord, to confide in the Lord, to be, feel safe, to be confident, to be secure, to be careless. The RSV renders it to rely on the Lord's. The ideas associated with firmness, being firmly attached to the Lord. The folly of relying upon any other type of security is strongly contrasted with depending upon God alone. The type of hope is confident expectation, not a constant anxiety. Now listen to this sentence. We can truly relax when we know God is in control. that's when I can relax. I can relax. He can be blowing stuff up, but if I know I'm in the hand of God, I'm planted in the Lord God, I'm by the river of righteousness, I'm a tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, I can relax no matter what's going on in my life. Relaxing in God, just chilling out, hanging out. Hallelujah, trusting in the Lord, trusting in God, where the world's going nuts, the president's going nuts, Congress is going nuts, society's going nuts, the criminals are going nuts. The, ho- the business community is going nuts The church world is going nuts But I'm just chilling out I'm trusting in the Lord I'm trusting in God My spiritual condition And the rest of my emotional condition My financial condition Is not reliant On what every other knucklehead out there is doing No matter how much power they have They don't have power over me I'm trusting in the Lord I'm relying on the Lord I'm connected to the Lord I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to worry about what they say on the news. I'm not going to worry about what the, what the other, other, other Christians are saying, what the unbelievers are saying. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm trusting in the Lord. He has my back, and I'm connected to Him. So we're, we're planted. So we're talking about being planted in God and becoming a tree of righteousness. Here's Psalm 1. His David talking about this. He says, this man, this is his delight— is in the law of the Lord or his, de- his delight. Everyone say delight. Now, this is foreign to, s- to lots of folks, but delight is joy. It becomes, it becomes the joy of your life. You become addicted to this book because this is more than a book, this is life itself. These words are life. They're life to my soul. They're, they're literally, it's not just a cute saying. It's more precious than diamonds, more costly than gold, more valuable than silver, a better, a better b- blessing than winning the lottery. It's the most solid foundation and delight we can have in our life. It's joy for our souls, for the person who's discovered it. So this man, this righteous man, his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law or in his word, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree. Here we go with that tree again. He'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, just like Jeremiah said. He'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water because he's delighting in the, in the word of God. The word becomes his, his feeding, his, nour- his nourishment. He says, "This man planted by the rivers of water, brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and in whatsoever he does he shall prosper." Now here's, here's the, the practical key to this verse. I, what I, I want a practic- how can I be connected to the Lord? How can I be organically connected to God? How can I be this man planted by the rivers of living water? Or so I'm not noticing when the drought comes. I'm not, I'm not blown away when trouble hits. I'm trusting and resting in God. How can under the key, a key according to David is this word meditate. Everyone say meditate. Different kind of meditate than what the, 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 the transcendental meditation people say or the new age people say. This is biblical meditation, totally different. So listen to me, listen to me. This is, I'm gonna read you the word meditates from Dick Mill's word um, study on, in the Spirit-filled Bible. It says it means to reflect, to moan, to mutter, to ponder, to make a quiet sound such as sighing, to meditate or contemplate something as one repeats the words. So biblical meditation is, is repeating the words of Scripture. Haggah represents the word Haggah, meditates, represents something quite unlike the English meditation, which may be a mental exercise only. In Hebrew thought, to meditate upon the scriptures is to quietly repeat them in a soft, droning sound. Powerful. So David is talking about meditating on the scriptures, reflecting on them, repeating them to yourself. If something catches your eye. Some scripture catches your eye, it's God speaking to you, you take it with you throughout the day, and you begin to reflect on it, and you meditate on it, you repeat it to yourself again and again, It's like being confident of this very thing. He that's begun a good work in me shall complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Or whatever, whatever the word that God, God will give you a scripture when you're reading it in the morning, something will stand out to you. Take that verse, write it down, and begin to meditate on it. You listening to me. You want to be that man planted by the waters? This is how you do it. You begin to meditate on the scriptures. It gets inside of you. It's filled with life. It's active. It's living. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It will penetrate your soul. It'll bring life into your whole being as you meditate on it. It says it goes on to say. This Hebrew thought to meditate upon the scriptures is to quietly repeat them in a soft droning sound while utterly abandoning outside distractions. You're setting your attention on the word of God. Oh yeah, you're setting your attention on the word of God knowing that God will will cause you to be more than a conqueror no matter what's going on in the world around you. That no weapon formed against you will prosper. Whatever the scripture is, that God is going to perform his plan, and his purpose in your life silently and, or quietly, not silently, but quietly to yourself, speaking the word of God, reflecting on it, meditating on it, chewing on it like a cow on his cud, letting it become part of your life a droning sound while abandoning outside distractions. From this tradition comes a specialized type of Jewish prayer. They called it davening. That is reciting texts, praying intense prayers, or getting lost in communion with God, or bowing while bowing or rocking back and forth. Evidently, this dynamic form of meditation prayer goes back to David's time. Thank you, Lord. So medit- So the, this, so this is being planted. One of the most powerful ways to be planted in God, to be connected to God, is to is to become a word person, where you begin to meditate on the scriptures and memorize the scriptures. Get your. I'm saying it again. Get one of the. Get those cards, scripture cards, and take one a day and begin to reflect on them and meditate on them. Reflect on those scriptures. That'll become part of your life, and you'll begin to be rooted and grounded in God Himself. Now here's the fire Bible's twist on this verse. Streams of water, see Psalms 1 verse 3. Those who faithfully pursue a deeper relationship and with a better understanding of God's word will find guidance from the Holy Spirit. Since in the Bible, water often represents God's spirit, those who spend time in his word and follow his instructions will also receive from the spiritual refreshment and power for life, much like his drinking water that satisfies a thirst. The phrase, whatever he does, prospers" does not mean that problems or failures will never occur. It means that a godly person will know God's purposes, experience his presence, and receive his peace. That is to say, that person will live in God's plans for his or her life in a fulfilling way. So the, the word of God is alive. It's connected to the Holy Spirit. This is part of, the major part, this is a major part of living a lifestyle. Of renewal. Amen. Let's go on, let's go on. This is, I'm digging a little bit more here. Psalm 92, we get another passage that talks about being planted in God. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. The righteous, the righteous. And if you're you're washed in the blood of Jesus, if you're a son or a daughter, you're included in this promise. You are the righteous. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Now listen to this. Those who are what? Planted in the house of the Lord. Say that with me. Planted in the house of the Lord. Now then doesn't just mean attending church planted in the house of the Lord. It's describing relationship with your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ connected to them, flowing with them, flowing together, ministering and receiving, being connected to the body of Christ, having relationship with Christians and that being your lifestyle. These are our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. And being connected to the house of God puts me in a place to to hear from the the pastors and leaders that God's placed there to pour into my soul, to be connected to the body of Christ, that there can be a flow in and a flow out to me to minister to the body of Christ. Critical, critical, critical if I'm going to be planted in the house of God. So listen to this Psalm. This is talking about the Father's house. Everyone say the Father's house. They are abundantly satisfied, talking about Christians or or, or Christian people or righteous people, they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. The word pleasures in Hebrew is is the word Eden, the garden of Eden. You give them drink from the river of Eden, drinking. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for the river that flows. Through the house of God. There is a river. Hallelujah. Just close your eyes with me for a moment. Lift your hands to God. There is a river flowing through the house of God. There is a river flowing through this particular house of God. There is a river flowing in and flowing through victory fellowship. It satisfies my heart. Lord, I drink again from the river in God's house. I'm b- abundantly satisfied, Shamaseh say, from drinking, Lord, from the river of your pleasures. David said in Psalms 23 about the Father's house, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Connected to the body of Christ. The body of Christ is spiritual. The body of Christ is, is organic. We are, di- we are spiritually placed in the body of Christ. We are connected to the body of Christ. It's not, a, it's not like choosing a, a place to go to, you know, oh, I think I'll go to Rouse's. I think I'll go to Winn-Dixie. I think I'll go to Whole Foods. It's not just choosing a place to shop. Is anyone out there today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a connection that takes place. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a di- it's, a, it's a It's a divine connection that God brings us into. Amen. We're going. We're going to take this uh, just a few more minutes here, a couple more scriptures about being planted. Now, this is this is um, Jesus talking about this place of intimacy with God. This place of intimacy with God is where I'm I'm connected to Him. Where He's flowing into me. I'm planted by the river. I'm becoming a tree of righteousness. Here's what Jesus said in his last his last discourse with his disciples before he left. After he served communion, after he washed their feet, he sat down and he began to pour out his soul, teaching them about the coming of the Holy Spirit. And this is how he started. He says, it's in John 14 too. He says, in my Father's house, wow. In my Father's house. He's talking about the place where the river flows. The place of of divine connections. In my Father's house are many mansions, he said, are many dwelling places. We've always looked at that as just the, the physical place called heaven and our mansion on a hilltop somewhere. He's describing a spiritual place that he went to prepare for us that doesn't have to wait till you go to heaven. It starts in this life. He's prepared a place for us. It starts now. We don't have to wait till we die to enjoy it. Life starts now. The kingdom of God is here now. You can step into your dwelling place now. He says, in my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And in verse 16 and 17, he starts to describe this dwelling place. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, allos Parakletos, that he might abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is that place he's provided for us. John fourteen twenty three. there he makes it very clear in this verse. Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. The father's house. We are in his home. We are in his home. I'm in my father's house. I've been purchased and brought into the father's house. It's a place of intimacy. In John 15, he continues a few verses later. In John 15, he's trying to explain a divine truth, giving them different pictures so they can understand it. He's talking about the house, and then he switches over, talking about the same thing and starts talking about the vine and the vineyards. I'm the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me, you can do nothing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, connected to you. I'm connected to the vine. I'm planted in you, God. You're planted in me. Life is flowing into me. I'm nourished and strengthened, Lord God. And I'm connected to the body flowing into me and flowing through me, Lord God, to my brothers and sisters in Christ. Wow, wow. Let's keep, let's keep on going. There's some more scripture here about a couple more verses I want to read to you. Three exact three more passages that I want to read to you. But as for me, David said, "I am like a green olive tree." We used to sing this song in God's Army. This was um, kind of a goofy song. We thought we I think we thought we were in children's church, or we were so stoned on the Holy Ghost that we just acted like kids That he said we, we sing the song I'm a tree I'm a tree I'm a green olive tree in the house in the house of the Lord I will trust in the mercies of God forever I will trust in the mercies of God I'm a tree I'm a tree I'm a green olive tree in the house come on you're watching me what's wrong with you the house of the Lord <laughs> so I'm a tree. David said, I'm a tree. I think, he was, I think he was looped up on the Holy Ghost myself. I'm like a green olive tree in the house of the Lord. The NASB says, I will trust in the loving kindness. The word, the word here, is, it's ta- there's two things, two powerful things he's communicating here. Powerful, powerful, powerful. The first is this, this word loving kindness. Or mercy in the King James. That's a beautiful word. Chesed is the word literally David used. I will trust in the chesed of the Lord. And it's describing a pre- special kind of love, kindness, and tenderness reserved for members of your family. Only for family members. You treat family members different than you treat other people. And he's, he's saying there is, a, there is a family love. Shabasse kebasa ramasa we are sons and daughters we've been adopted into the family of god we've been brought into something powerful we're planted in the house of god we are olive trees planted in the house of god we're trusting i am trusting in the loving kindness a mother it's possible but rare that a mom could forget her nursing infant, the Bible says. Rare but possible that a mom could forget and abandon her nursing infant, but it's impossible for the Lord to forget me. Impossible. I'm his. I am his. Impossible. It's impossible for his love to reject me or to move away from me. I'm trusting in this supernatural love of God, this love that's aimed right at me because of the blood of Jesus. And because of that, I am planted in him. I'm his olive tree and the other thing about this the olive trees they were planted in the temple courtyard and they lasted for years and years and years it was longevity and that's what David was talking about is the length of time the length of time I'm like a tree, green olive tree in the house of the Lord I'm trusting this is something that's not this is not just a, a fad or something that just happened for a few moments or a few years this is my life this is my life this is my life I am, I am connected Paris and I have come to the conclusion that we are connected to the temple to the house of God that's our life That's who we are as Christians. We are connected to the local church. We are church people. That's where we've camped out. That's where we live our lives, in the house of God. Hallelujah. And where I'm trusting in the mercies of God. Two more passages. The first one's Ezekiel's River. Ezekiel 47, verse 7 and verse 12. He's talking about, when I returned there along the bank of the river... Now this river was the river flowing out from the millennial temple, the river of the Holy Ghost. He says, along the bank of the river were many, very many trees on one side and the other. Oh yeah, the trees of righteousness. Woo, glory to God. Along the bank of the river on this side and that will, uh, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither. Their fruit will not fail. They will, not f- bear fruit. they will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. Yeah, by, we're planted by the river of life. We are planted by this river. We're living by this river. This is not just this. This is, this is where we've made our life, living by the river of God's. And you know, you know something, everywhere this river goes, it's, that Ezekiel prophesied, everywhere the river goes, everywhere the river goes, there's healing and there's life. There's healing for your soul. You know, there is, there is a lot of pain that all of us have faced. All of us. Every one of you, you know, and, and, and many times you go through the holidays, you know, we, we could sit here and list all the different People and situations that we dealt with over the last month. People that are hurting, hurting, hurting because of issues in their life and in their family right now. I'm telling you, there's not only healing for your body, there's healing for your soul. There's healing for your wounded soul. If you're hurting today because of family trauma, there's healing for your soul. It's by the river. It's in the river. Get in the river of God. Get in the river of His presence. Get in the river of, planted by the Word of God, planted by the place of the Holy Ghost, planted in His house, and His church, and you'll find healing and life for your soul. Now this one last scripture that I have to read before we pray. Matthew 7 17. This is what Jesus said, talking about us, talking about these trees of righteousness. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. Pretty simple. He had it pretty sim- simplified everything. Bad fruit, it's a bad tree. Good fruit, it's a good tree. How can it be a good tree? It's it's where it depends where it's planted. Where are you planted? Where are you planted? Where are you planted? Where are you planted? Where's your life planted? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Where is your life planted? I mean, we can't physically live in church services all the time. We come as much as we can, you know. But, but we, we, have, we have lives, we have families, we have jobs, we have stuff we do out there. But that, that doesn't mean we don't live our life in the river or live our life in the house of God. We are planted there. That's uh, that's who we are. We are are planted by the house of God. Our roots are growing deep down in the Word. Our roots are growing into the presence of the Holy Spirit. Our roots are connected to our local church, to our brothers and sisters, whether it's in small group or in our gatherings at the congregation. This is is who we are. We're joined together, and the life is flowing in and flowing out. I don't want to be a bad tree bringing bad fruit because I'm planted near a poison cesspool. Just sucking up garbage into my life. Oh yeah, you are what you eat. You are what you drink. You are what you're planted next to. It's what you become. I don't want to be planted in this world. I don't want to be focused on the things of this world. I don't want to be filled with negativity. I don't want to be filled with anger. I don't want to be filled with greed. I don't want to be filled with lust. I want to be planted by the river. Drinking in God's, Letting Him heal my soul. Thanks for listening. Check out our website at victoryfellowship.net for service times and locations.